welcome, folks, to episode 67 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known as the True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. The former president of the Federation of Elite <laughs> Dice Masters Players. Right, OK, well, who's the president now, then? It's, it's still up for debate. I had a vote <laughs> of no confidence after the weekend. <laughs> well we'll have a chat about that in a minute shall we <laughs> okay that'll be a disappointment we've had messages from people asking how they can become members <laughs> it's not over yet you never know <laughs> very good yeah uh, andy is of course referencing the mod pdm event that took place since we last recorded which we'll be talking about a great deal about today because it's our MOD PDM special. Woohoo! Yes, the first MOD PDM of 2020. So much of this episode is going to be dominated by that. However, before we get into that good stuff, as always, the question on everybody's mind: What have you been up to in the last two weeks, Andy? Okay. Uh, well, obviously we played at the MOD PDM, mm. so we'll talk about that later. I had a few tester games. Not that that did much help beforehand other games i played a amazing ball game it's probably something that other people have played so apologies uh, if i'm late to the uh, party on this one uh, but the uh, oh that's good 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 start um it is the oh what's the tv show with the brown coats firefly yeah that's it firefly the ball game oh which one the legendary the what was it uh, Legendary Encounters? No, or, no, the actual board game. Oh, with the spaceships and... Yeah. Um, and the board, go, the, the space and the planets and... Going around and getting jobs. Yeah. Yeah, I've never played that myself, but I've always had half an eye on it. I don't really have anyone to play it with, though. You've got your, your little board game crew, haven't you? Yeah, brilliant game. One of the best board games I think I've ever played. Oh, wow. That's... Uh, whoa. Yes. Goodness. High recommendations there. Really good, really fun, very thematic. It's got the characters from the uh, TV show and the film in it. Really easy to play. Like literally, you could just sit down. Didn't really have to refer to the rule book that much. Very, very much in the theme of a lot of other games where you have two actions and you've got certain things you can do with those actions. Do you move? Or do you sure. Do this or do that. Brilliant. Couldn't recommend it higher. Very good. Are the miniatures? Do you paint the miniatures? I suppose you could. It is just little coloured spaceships that are all the same right right so it's not really necessary yeah okay but yeah, yeah. cool very good quite, quite a few expansions on it as well i think in there i feel like i've seen them on the shelf at my game store oh i don't know i only played the one game yeah sure but you liked it yeah 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 to the point where i was like oh i wonder if i could pick that up there's a couple of firefly games i've got the legendary encounters firefly but i'm not very impressed with that i mean i like the legendary games well enough but i feel like the production values on it are a bit shonky i don't i don't think um is it ultra pro maybe who prints it anyway uh, i don't think the quality of the game is very good the artwork's a bit pants and card uh, stops a I bit rubbish you telling me about that it's got the artwork like gcse style artwork on it yeah, it looks awful. Uh, and there's another one that's all right. It's half decent called Shiny Dice, which is like a Firefly-themed dice game. But I used to back when I used to travel a lot, and I used to take a lot of uh, solitaire games. That was one of the games that I could play solo. So I used to just get it out on the table in the hotel room just to while away the hours. That and uh, another one called Hostage Negotiator. 
Uh, but anyway, yeah, so you played a bit of the Firefly board game. Anything else? Um, that's about it, other than the games that we've played. Sure. Check sure. out youtube.com forward slash Ministry Dice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Yeah, all, all those uh, games we played last week have uh, gone up now, so they're all sat there waiting to be viewed. Yeah, that's when my team seemed to be quite good. <laughs> Indication was what going well. I tell you what would be nice actually, just uh, if there's any of the listeners who are viewers of our YouTube channel, it'd be lovely if a few of you made it past the halfway mark on a few of the vids. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know our gameplay videos can be quite long sometimes, anywhere between 40 minutes and an hour, but the stats are telling me a lot of you duck out between 20 and 30 minutes. <laughs> or do you like fast-forward it until you won? Well, they might do. It doesn't really tell me that in the stats. I was going to say, I'd do my head in to watch something halfway through and then not be bothered. And not know how it's concluded, yeah. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, all right, yeah, well, we'll get on to your MOD PDM team in, a, in, in good time. Well, how about yourself? What have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? So, uh, Canine Kleptomaniacs, which I think I mentioned last episode, quite as is often the case with a new game, it's been played quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. Pe- Penny, um, the Mini Mystics, has fallen in love with it loads. She just she just can't get enough of it. So, we, we've had that out on the table a few times. Uh, incidentally, while we're talking about Canine Kleptomaniacs, and, and while we're talking about the YouTube channel, one of the things I've done this last two weeks is record a, a non-Dice Masters game review. Which was which was canine kleptomaniacs, yeah. I just uh, thought it might be nice to, because Penny's falling in love with it. And I tell you, the thing is, a lot of people, because we do this little chat at the beginning of the podcast and talk about the games we've been playing. So I suppose uh, specifically when I talk about the stuff I play with my kids, I get messages every now and again from people who've listened to the episode and they say, uh, "What was that one you mentioned?" You know, kind of thing. So I thought, all right, well, you know, if people are interested, I'll. I'll do a little bit more on that subject. So if you if you'd like to know more about Canine Kleptomaniacs, you can go and take a look at that game review there. But that, that one's pretty popular. We've had that one out a few times. And then I mentioned the Funkoverse two-player game. We gave that another go. This time with a bit more a bit more elbow room to actually complete the game. Nice, nice. How did that go? Any good? Yeah, it's all right, man. It's all right. I mean, uh, I suppose a bit like uh, you were just saying about Firefly. What it, once you played a few games of that of that ilk? Yeah. It, it, tend, it tends to come pretty quick. Uh, Penny is uh, the Minimus Six is less familiar with, with that style of game, but I think she she kind of enjoyed. She was very determined to knock my Robin out with her Catwoman. <laughs> very <laughs> determined, and she's noticed now. She's clocked the fact that there's a Harry Potter expansion, so I think it may have legs on it. I'll give it. I'll get it on the table a few times because there's been a couple of games where that kind of cult of newness, where they get excited over the new thing, wears off, and then. You tend to find it when you say do you want to play a game, they they, they go back to some of the older favourites. So I'll give it a bit longer. But if it sticks, I'll get some of the Harry Potter stuff for her as well. And then outside of that, I'll be back. I put my Apex back on. Oh yeah. You I know. Any luck with it? Yeah. Well, it was the they've had that new what's it called, Smuggler's Loot or something. The Deja Loot. Yeah, Deja Loot. I tell you why I said Smugglers. I was I was still thinking about Firefly. But uh, yeah, but I put it on to have a little nosy, see what's what, and um, I actually did half decent. I th- I'd had a bad run, so I got a bit miserable and turned it off for a while, and then I had a quick game and and did a an eight kill game. I was like, all right, well, maybe that's the secret to success: is don't play it for a week and then just turn it on. And <laughs> <laughs> so things have been going a bit better. But yeah, there's there's been my gaming my gaming life in the last two weeks. Uh, in addition, of course, to the MOD PDM. 
Fairly good, fairly nice. Tell you what else I've been doing actually over the last two weeks, just to get uh, onto Dice Masters, the two team takedown tournament, the Invitational's in full swing right now, and I've been desperately trying to keep up with the gameplay videos that have been going out. There's been quite a few, but I am a little bit behind. It's, it's tough to stay on top of it when there's so many getting ploughed out there. Um, but I, I like to see what's about. There's some really interesting teams actually, so folks should, you should take a look at some of those. Is there a limited kind of choice? Like have they got a ban list and stuff? Yeah, so it's part of a, you might recall, it's part of a legacy league. So they've done, I think, three or four legacy tournaments in recent times. And this is the accumulation of that. But the ban list is the, I think, the winning teams or the top two teams from each of those events. Right. So, so there's some interesting win conditions about. But I think what's also uh, particularly interesting is that, uh, I, t- I tell you who was talking about this. Jocelyn was talking about it on Double Double and Dice this week. That it's not so much the win con- conditions, so much it is that your useful globals and your handy control pieces and your little support cards are the ones that have actually been whittled down more. So you can find a win condition well enough, but there's barely any prep globals left. You know, ramp options are becoming increasingly limited. So there's, <laughs> you know, so they're down to big entrances and stuff to, <laughs> to get their dice out. So some interesting win conditions and then just some interesting teams being put together. So I've been trying to stay on top of that because I always like to uh, keep my eye on what's going on there. Finger on the pulse. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of which, Double Double and Dice, they've had their second episode already, would you believe? Have they? I see I couldn't find it on uh, iTunes, so I uh, didn't see that. I will listen to that as soon as we finish recording. Yeah, have, have a look. It's definitely on there. Um, so um, I, I know we had... Jocelyn and Kim on last episode, but I don't think we formally said to them best of luck. Good luck, guys. Yeah. Tell you what was, and there was a, a, another episode of uh, Rolling Thunder. Yes, there was. Yeah, I listened to that too. I, I waited to the end. Thought, hey, here we go. Here's my nomination. <laughs> not even a, a like a not even a not a mention. Well, there was a whole debate. This I don't know if you noticed. There was a whole debate this episode the, in the, in this recent episode about uh, the nomination that was done this week, whether it was a retired or semi-retired Semi-tired, enough yeah. player to qualify. Yeah. So you, you may be in with a chance yet, my man. Maybe in with a chance yet. Fingers crossed. But it fingers, all just a, fingers crossed. All just a matter of time. There is someone who likes me. He's eventually got to go on that show. <laughs> At some point. Everybody likes you, mate. It's the parameters. It's the retired and semi-retired parameters. It's got nothing to do with with your likability. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, why are you laughing? I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> what, what have we got on today's show? Yeah, so this episode, as I mentioned before, is the is an MOD PDM special. So our first MOD PDM event of 2020 took place um, last weekend as of recording, but two weekends ago as of publication of this episode. And so uh, because we like to put the word out and let people know what we're doing, and the, the actual premise of this podcast is to put out into the world what's going on in Dice Masters in the United Kingdom, we thought we'd, we'd focus on that. So we've got some of our thoughts around the MOD PDM and how it went. Then we've got some live audio that we captured on the day with between ourselves and with a couple of the competitors. And then towards the back end of the episode, what we like to do is have a little bit of discussion around the format that we chose um, and talk about whether that experiment worked, what kind of meta did it produce, what sort of interesting teams did we see, and so on and so forth. So a, a very MOD PDM-focused episode for you all. 
Okay, okay. Stop right there. It's future Chris here. And future Andy. We um, need to jump in and interrupt uh, regularly. Uh, what's the saying? What do they say? Regularly oh, scheduled, scheduled broadcasting. Broadcast. Yeah. Uh, because that's not what's going to be happening in this episode now. What we've just said there. No, not at all. No. So uh, we, we're still going to put the live audio segment from the MOD PDM weekend out, but the meta chat that we've just promised, that's not going to happen. Uh, we'll bump it to another episode because something more exciting has happened. Yes, that's right. Typical of WizKids, after we pre-record an episode, Friday, just gone, they announced the rotation, the 2020 rotation. Um, and so Andy and I had a bit of a chat and said, let's we're probably better off doing a segment talking about that. So instead of the meta chat, we're going to do a bit of a community-focused jobby and talk about the rotation instead. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so we're going to go back to past Chris and Andy for a second to finish off their intro that they recorded the other day and then we'll uh, and then we'll jump into the new segment that we're recording in a few minutes time future's weird isn't it it's very peculiar mate yeah yeah oh, that coronavirus that didn't go well did it mm, I'm, I'm just very sorry to hear about what happened to boris that was unfortunate <laughs> back to the show <laughs> very much so and if you do like what you hear that is the first that we've just done of the year but we do have plenty more planned starting with the one big weekend up north in manchester uh when are you doing that again uh no well yours is first actually oh, is it? um yeah it's the one big weekend south you in shoreham by sea on the 18th of april that's right 18th of april the format uh which should have gone out by the time this is released is going to be straight up modern we're going to have uh, Swiss all day, so games all day. Winner will be the top of Swiss at the end. I believe we have got quite a few people coming, so uh, should be good. Mm. Then it's the one big weekend in Manchester. That's right, yeah, that's Element Games in Stockport on Sunday the 26th of April. We're playing a golden single affiliation event. Janky jank. Yeah, we love our we love our single affiliation around these parts. But uh, if if you if you are interested in coming, make sure you take a look at the Facebook event or the blog post on it, because there's a ban list and a few restrictions in effect. So make sure you're familiar with those. And if that wasn't enough, then we mm. also have the MOD PDM live at the UK Games Expo, which is the last weekend of May. That's right. Uh, Saturday the 30th, to be precise, is when our little event's taking place. Uh, we can't stress this enough, folks. The UK Games Expo, if, you, if you're if you thinking about coming, please, please, please do. Mark yourself as going on the Facebook page, on the Facebook event, and pre-book your ticket, because reasons. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to need your ticket to be able to play. I don't think you can just rock up on the day, can you? Uh, well, I think you can, but... I wouldn't recommend it because you've got all that queue in. Yeah, if anyone's been to the Games Expo before, the, the queue to buy entry tickets there on the day is always about 15 times longer than the, the pickup queue. So um, it's to your benefit. Also means if you're coming for the weekend, you can grab your entry ticket prior to the event on Saturday. Uh, make sure, yeah, get get pre-booked. We, we really, really want to try and drive that one, get some half-decent numbers attending and playing. Uh, but also, if we get a lot of expressed interest, there's some hustle I've got going on that may help us out. Although, also, keep an eye on the UK Games Expo page because there was a, a, a news post today about coronavirus concerns. Coronavirus? Is that how you pronounce it? You said coronavirus. Did I? 
Is that your accent? I thought Corona was the beer. It's spelled the same, isn't it? I don't know, is it? <laughs> I actually genuinely don't know. If you're not COVID-19. COVID-19. No, I've given up on the news, man. Jesus. <laughs> got, Fair enough. <laughs> I've got enough going on. I get angry. Sometimes when I'm working from home, I used to have Sky News on in the background. And I, I find myself getting angry. I start shouting at the telly. It is not a healthy state of being. Okay. So I just wait for p- things to come up on my Facebook and Twitter streams, and I go, oh, that's interesting. I'll go check on what that actually means. <laughs> so you follow current affairs via Facebook? Yeah, kind of. I wait until someone says something that makes me go, what are they on about? And then I go and, you know, properly check the news. Coronavirus is coming. Yeah. Buy your toilet roll now. <laughs> and your paracetamol in your hand gel. <laughs> hand gel, can't find it. Do you know what made the local news that there's a little corner shop that was selling hand gel for 12 quid? 12 quid? Yeah. <laughs> it was the scandal of the South Coast. So I was chatting to a friend of mine the other day and he said, do you know what really amazes me? And I was like, no, what really amazes you? He says that the, the concept of hand washing appears to be new to some people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, what? He's like, yeah. Like they have to inform people to wash their hands. Just anyway. Anyway. Well, there you go. We did, we did uh, so current affairs and a little kind of mini community focus tagged on the end of the intro there. Nice. Yeah, there we go. Okay, well, should we get on with our uh, MOD PDM stuff? Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. All right, on to the next segment then. This is London Calling. Here is the news. Yes, here we are then, folks. Uh, uh, a community focus recorded on the fly, uh, interrupting our, what did we say, regularly scheduled broadcasting. Yes, yeah, we interrupt this, uh, our scheduled record. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that thing that they do. Because Dice Masters Rotation 2020 has been announced. Breaking, Breaking news. news. Oh, snap. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> that wouldn't work if I didn't talk. <laughs> yeah it'd be the, the whole dynamic would shift it'd be pointless yeah <laughs> so that's right on friday uh, jimmy shared on the that's jimmy darwin o'brien over at WizKids, the product manager for dice masters shared on the facebook unlimited page the rotation announcement that went out on their press release page so we know what rotation is going to look like indeed and it's coming up quick isn't it as of the first of may yeah, that's right. Um, so a little bit earlier than usual. It t- tends to be towards the back end of May or into June, the last couple of times that they've done it. But uh, in sh- to quote them, they say, in short, modern is going to become campaign boxes and newer, which I think doesn't really come as much of a surprise to most people, I don't think. No, I was expecting it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it, it seems to make sense. I wrote a blog post a month or two back talking about rotation and i think the, the only thing that many in the community were sort of questioning was whether tomb of annihilation would have stayed within the rotation so that uh, there was two D sets running at the same time uh, but that doesn't seem to be the case however the, the the large majority felt that avengers infinity was going to be the cut-off point and it turns out that it is it is indeed with one minor little alteration <laughs> yeah, yeah something definitely down to you well, I don't think it is down to me, is it? If it was down to me, it would have been banned two years ago. 
Well, if you read it down, it says, because of all of Chris's moaning and whining, <laughs> Shriek Sonic Beam will be banned from modern um, from March the 20th. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, 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 uh, I'll quote it right out of the thing. It says, um, many have felt that modern had become predictable due to the inclusion of Shriek Sonic Beam. Since the net effect for competitive play is usually that people feel compelled to bring Shriek, we feel the format moving forward will be healthier without her. Effective March the 20th, 2020, Shriek Sonic Beam will be banned from modern. So, yeah, there she is. Gone. You know, I said a few, a fair few episodes back, I'd get that T-shirt printed off off where I just started crossing cards off. You know, Guy Gardner, gone. Oracle, gone. (laughs) (laughs) Add Shriek to the list. That's another one struck off, yeah. I mean, I think the street thing's interesting. A few people out and about on Facebook and Discord were like, why ban a card like that just for a couple of weeks if the rotation's coming in in May? And I genuinely do think that that is a little bit of a nod, a tip of the wink to folks like ourselves and the CR Game Room guys who are running events, albeit informal events, um, over the next couple of weeks. I think that is there for us. And uh, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe I can claim some small amount of contribution to the decision. <laughs> I think you can uh, claim quite a lot of contribution towards it, mate. Well, you know, I think the card did it for itself. But it, it it's exactly the reason that I've been banging on about. It, it has become an auto-include for many teams. Yeah, frees up a bit more creativity. Have a look at the less so much used cards. Yeah, and it also means that a single win condition team or uh, a team that relies heavily on a card to work isn't so threatened and can have a little bit of time to stretch their legs, as it were, in the, in the meta, uh, which I think is good. But uh, what's also particularly interesting about that... Oh, sorry, before I move on to that, what I was just about to say there. So just to, to kind of formally put it out there it's the modern age now includes the avengers infinity campaign box and the two team packs there justice like lightning and Cree invasion uh, it's got the dc comics harley quinn team pack in there the warhammer 40k stuff battle for ultramar space wolves and orcs wah uh, the dc justice with mystics and doom patrol the x-men forever with x-force and dark x-men the wwe with bitter rivals and tag team uh, team packs with it and the trouble in water deep with adventures in water deep and the zentarium and then the releases that are due to come down the pipeline which is the spider-man campaign box and its team pack uh, dark phoenix saga the infinity gauntlet and the kryptonite crisis that we know of right now that's right also the promo cards they've been uh, quite significantly hacked back haven't they yeah, so it's basically just the stuff that came out last year. So Super Spies, Stark Industries, City Slingers, uh, the Marvel Now, the Grombidals Fury promo that came with the, the White Dwarf episode, uh, episode White Dwarf issue, um, and then any other promos they're releasing in 1920, which we have it on good authority. There are some OP kits coming down the pipeline very soon. Yeah, yeah, I like that little caveat just in case they forgot any. Uh, any other promos were released that year? <laughs> yeah, anything else? Just uh, yeah. So that's that's the that's the kind of modern. So it's actually quite a limited card pool right now. It's just, it's basically the LCG format. Yeah, it is, or, isn't it? We've got WWE yeah. in the Waterdeep in since we last had a look at it. But yeah, LCG format. Yeah. Oh, have we got a visitor in the background there? I think it might be bedtime in the England household. <laughs> is it? Is that Aussie? That's Daisy. Oh, is it? Anyway, so, uh, but what's also interesting is that they've initiated some bans for Golden Age and Global Escalation. Yeah, I noticed that. 
Ultraman is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> because that ring of magnetism was the bane of that Ultraman team. That's gone. Uh, although Imprisoned has gone as well. But... Yeah, yeah. so that ban list is um, Imprisoned, Beholder and Ring of Magnetism that they've banned in Golden Age and Global Escalation. That's effective from March the 20th also, uh, which I think is interesting. And they also have pointed out that they have some other cards on their radar. PXG, old PXG, Morphin Jar, Doom Caliber Knight, the Yuanti and the Clayface global k-face uh, wrestlers so uh, i think it's fair to be looking at those and considering uh, i mean my criticism has always been that the those globals that enable some of the nastiness to happen in global escalation was was what the issue was that even though they trimmed away some of the heavier wind conditions with a pxg a doom caliber knight and a clay face in there you could just still go hog wild and buy a beat stick you were just using a different beat stick yeah yeah it would be sad if they got rid of professor x completely because it's such a nostalgic bit of moving when you go pay a mask move two over pay a mask move two over but um it is proper op yeah, and uh, while I'm not unsympathetic to that sense of nostalgia and I recognise and understand the reason why yourself and others enjoy PHD so much, I suppose the same with Shriek. It's that element of, well, it's it's an auto-include, it, it's an enabler to some some minging stuff to take place, <laughs> and, and it doesn't promote creativity in team building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Right, but yeah, so that's um, so. In addition to the rotation for modern, that's changing what the legal sets are. We've got some banned cards in Golden Age as well, which is interesting. Uh, which can only indicate that the intention is to continue making Global Escalation a format they're using at Championship events. Yeah, and maybe even more Golden. Yeah, seems to be the case. So that's that's certainly interesting. But uh, now, I suppose what we should talk about is the impact we think that's going to have. I mean, there's loads of loads of stuff that's that we've come to rely on very heavily that's out of the card pool now. Yeah, my first thing is ramp is going to be hit pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, so uh, immediately the prep globals on basic action cards are gone. You've just got Atlas left in the pool now, which is a character card. No more res, no more villainous pats. No, then you've got uh, the the energy fixer. They're all gone. It's just that one with the brain on it uh yeah the intellect devourer now yeah so your billy club your molnir yarnborn and bifrost yeah too loose. yeah absolutely and uh professor x no more magnus has gone along with mimic borrowed talent so your mimic ramps out the window you've still got uh, i think ramp is going to be much more about discount and globals uh, looking at the list as it stands right now or basic action ramp so you've got Cree captain global You've got Intellect Devourer Global. You've got Clayface Global, which is more about kind of using shenanigans to get your ramp. You've got your discount basic actions in the WWE stuff, like, um, uh, what's the name, Page, the manager. Yeah, and um, uh, Sasha Banks. Yeah, Sasha Banks, who discounts. So I think there's got Asuka, who makes your mass cards cheaper, your Rock Global. So, yeah, I think ramp while it's still there it's going to feel look and feel different and you're going to have to approach team building a bit differently in terms of your ramp yeah i think we'll see that we'll see more thrown bricks and more power almighties yeah come out yeah good work investigations still around there's a version of that injustice isn't there yeah yeah so we'll see more strategies of that nature there's that uh, there's a guy in wwe who 
is it a guy or a gal? Anyway, one of the cards in WWE is kind of a new version of Spot. Right. Uh, although a bit more, bit more expensive. And you have got stuff like Macho Man, Randa Savage, Man, the Sock Guy. Is it Mankind? Yeah. Yeah. So there's still there's stuff to experiment and explore with Yawning Portal, of course. Although I'm not convinced by Yawning Portal right now. Are you not? No. Um, well, I mean, it was heavily leaned into for the MOD MGE teams. So down at Element Games when we were practicing for the event last weekend, we practiced with it quite a bit, and I just think it's messy. Actually, if it didn't have the free-to-field element on it, I don't think it's as good as it looks on paper. Is it a bit of a big entrance? Yeah, I think it, it might be a bit big entrancey, uh, and also I just I kept seeing people end up with their bags all a bit skewiffy. You know what I mean? You can't have a wonky bag not in this day no. and age. No, well I I can testify to that, brother. <laughs> my bag's always wonky um, but there you go so ramp I think that it is there but I think it's a different I think you'll have to look at ramp in a different way and and I'm not sure there's something that's going to be having you rolling your scads and scads of dice no no in, in quite the same way as Mimic would have done yeah so it'd be, be interesting to see that yeah limited carpool uh, and we can probably talk we could probably do another segment on the the changes and what you can use and what you can do to swap in for some of your your go-to cards yeah um, but yeah off the top of my head i'm thinking that rare blob is going to directly be replaced by the blob from the is it avengers infinity is it um Marvel, no x-men forever. no x-men forever yeah, yeah yeah which you'd never have touched if you had the rare blob but now you won't uh, so uh, interesting to see yeah what people use and what what cards that have been languishing in the bottom of a campaign box suddenly comes to the fore yeah, control has definitely taken a hit. Uh, I was thinking Scar- uh, with Scarlet Witch out the picture, um, and with so many kind of action-based stuff knocking around at the minute, that's going to be interesting. That there's not many ways you can knuckle down on your opponent using their basic actions and action cards. Yeah, Scarlet Witch is gone. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, so yeah, control's taken a hit. No. No. Um, no Wonder Woman, no Madam Mask, so you went fielded controls out, out the window now. It's the yeah. Wild Wild West of Dice Masters. It really is, yeah. Removal's still pretty strong, I think, though. I mean, Intimidate's come around in a big way. Yeah, Mutation and Misdirection, those kind of things are all all gone. Yeah, yeah. So be, so the future releases that, that are coming down the pipeline will definitely need to hopefully fill some voids. I mean, we know we've got Aunt May coming up in the Spider-Man set. The Legend gonna... of the Spider-Man set. We'll see that <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, Aunt May is a three-cost Constantine, basically. So um, that'll be a Wenfielded protection, for sure. But a lot of very popular win conditions uh, are going to be on the chopping block. I mean, my all-time fave is gone. Or Boom Boom. Or, no, Nobby. Collector. Well, both. Yeah, uh, but Nobby Collector, yeah, that's that's um, that, that's gone, done, dusted. Yeah, Fix It's gone, Mimic's gone. Yeah, Iceman's going to take a blow, even though Iceman's still legal. A lot of the kind of supporting stuff that surrounded it isn't going to be quite as strong. Yeah, Magic Missile. Yeah, 
there's that there's the magic wand or whatever it's called that makes you lose life when you use it <laughs> as in life yeah so um fascinating times um so off the back of that one one thing i i, I am interested to know um, we've been debating whether to we had a bit of small print a caveat on the uk games expo announcement that said you know keep an eye out or keep your ears open for any changes based on future releases or future announcements we're considering maybe shifting the uk games expo because it's taking place on the 30th of may to shifting it to new modern uh, and adopting the rotation i think that's probably the the way to go but we'll uh, see what the listeners think yeah but so get in touch certainly if you're one of the current ticket holders we'd definitely be interested to hear from you because you know you've already bought your ticket mm. but keep an eye out yeah if uk games expo takes place with the uh, coronavirus kicking off the co- corona coronavirus <laughs> co- co- <laughs> so, so yeah with the uh, one big weekend south uh, that's straight up modern constructed so that will be before the ban well before rotation but after the ban for shriek so Toodaloo Shriek, you won't be uh, coming. Yeah, we better put that on the event, haven't we? Let people know. Yeah. Uh, just in case they're not listeners. Although, of course, they're all listeners anyway. Everyone listens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but interesting times. I mean, we all thought that there would be a rotation coming this year. They weren't going to hold off for another year. And there it is. Yeah, so what are your thoughts on it? We will be talking more, I'm sure, over the next few episodes. We'll milk this cow. Uh, and, uh, and get our, uh, our money's <laughs> worth out of the rotation and what it's going to do to affect different teams' cards, uh, play styles, etc. Uh, but be keen to know what you guys think. Is it too deep a cut? Are we only going to have five cards to play with? Does it matter? Because everyone's going to be playing Gob Catcher, Becky Lynch, Geezer, <laughs> and The yeah. Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like for me down my FLGS the other day. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just ban all cards but these ten. Have fun. time will tell alright let's wrap this up there then and we're going to move on into our MOD PDM coverage alright see you later folks yes welcome back folks and uh, as we just mentioned in the intro there now this is where we're going to kick off our MOD PDM coverage so uh, yeah so I suppose if if anyone out and about is new around these parts, we ought to explain what an MOD PDM is, hadn't we? I think we should, so apologies if you've heard this before. Yeah, I'll, uh, do you want to take this one? Uh, so MOD PDMs is our events that we run across the UK. Uh, they are a play all day event, so there's no knockouts, there's no top cuts. If you come for a day of gaming, you're going to get a day of gaming. Not only that, but Chris brings along his magic box so every every game win in a round so even if you lose your round but you win a game that's right isn't it that's the right way around yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah yeah. you get a ticket which gives you a draw out of well it's it's a um upgrade now it's not a a raffle ticket it's a press your magic button on your phone that's right yeah i've got an app now it's very exciting we are so 21st century <laughs> uh, where you get a rummage in Chris's magic box so you are going to get some swag even if you have a terrible day of it and I can tell you all about that later yes yes you can yeah that's right so MODPDM did you mention what it stands for I didn't it stands for the Ministry of Dice presents Dice Masters yeah so a couple of years back when 
the WKOs ended in the United Kingdom, we were just like, oh, there's no organized play. There's no official events. What are we going to do? So uh, that was the kind of driving force behind it. We decided to start putting on our own events. But as Andy just said there, there's some things that we, we quite passionately believe in. We believe in everyone getting to play all day, so we've not cuts on the head, as Andy's just said. Also, we quite often do kind of fun formats, janky little formats, so that um, it's not sitting in the, the kind of, core central competitive space although we do do competitive modern as well and yeah my uh, the true mr six mystery prize box there was some exciting stuff in there this time around yeah it's getting better yeah i do my best i do although uh, ironically uh, there was a number of things that i ordered to put in the prize box and it turned out that they were from china so they didn't arrive in time uh, uh, but guess when they did arrive <laughs> they arrive on the day or the day after monday yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> how ironic so well anyway they'll go in ready for next time but yeah i spend an awful lot of time more time than any human being should reasonably spend rooting around looking for interesting prizes <laughs> for the box but uh, the key thing with the prizes is i like to make them relevant to either the game of dice masters or to certainly to the in- intellectual properties i like picking up movies and uh, dvds of you know, like x-men cartoons and batman animated series and such like colouring books, Hot Wheels toys, little figurines, statues, and then Dice Masters stuff is, you know, dyed sidekicks, tokens, life dials, Zen bins, play mats, so on and so forth. So, although it's been cannibalised, I'm gonna have to go on a big mission to top it up now. <laughs> yeah, the, as uh, Chris <laughs> mentioned, we do different formats. The format of the day was M-O-D-M-G-E, which is a mix of modern and golden escalation. Global Global escalation, which basically meant that the teams had to comprise of uh, modern cards with the ban list of the two teams that had got to the final of the four big tournaments from last year, being the US Nats 1, US Nats 2, Canada Nats and Euro Nats, except for any cards with a global. Yes, they were that's to right. Stay yeah. in, and it. Uh, we'll talk about it more later. It caused for some interesting builds. Yes, it did. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit of an experimental format that that we came up with. I say we came up with. It was your idea, my man. I had no part in in coming up with that little golden nugget. But um, one of the criticisms that, I mean, I've never liked Global Escalation, that's well known, but one of the criticisms we largely have of Global Escalation is that because the championship teams are getting added to the list, some of the kind of golden staples that are used in Global Escalation are never going to end up getting banned. They're always going to be a part of the tournament. So making it modern Global Escalation, I think, gave it an interesting little twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it later. I think it did work. Uh, I think the downside of global escalation is uh, PXG. That PXG makes everything amazing. And uh, not having that in the mix, I think, gave more of a selection of choices. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we will digress on that no further at the moment. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about the day. So it took place at GTG Games and Hobbies in Stoke-on-Trent. Incidentally, Stoke-on-Trent is further north than Andy thought it was. It's well north. (laughs) It's nearly as north as you. I thought it was going to be like just the other side. In fact, you said it was just the other side of Birmingham. It is just the other side of Birmingham. Yeah, like the other side being miles away. It's in Staffordshire. It's just the other side of the toll road. You kept saying it was the Midlands. Bollocks, is that the Midlands? Yeah, 
that is the Midlands. This is all just a matter of perspective, I believe. So I ordered my McDonald's on the way up, and I was order number eight. I said this story on the day, and uh, when my <laughs> order came up, the woman went, order number eight. I didn't have a clue what she said. Like I didn't know what language it was. It took me a while. But yeah, eat. I don't know. What are you saying, love? Eight. <laughs> yeah, we went for lunch and I said to Andy, stop talking so loud. If people hear his accent, we might get into some trouble. No waitresses in the restaurants either. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and everything is a slight tinge of grey. Yeah, it was. Well, that's just, you know. North. Yeah. So, yeah, GTD Games and Hobbies in uh, in the city centre of Stoke, uh, which is called Hanley, incidentally. And why, why is the city centre of Stoke called Hanley? Why isn't it not just called Stoke City Centre? Great question. I don't know the answer to that one. You don't have the city centre of Manchester, also known as, you know, Burnley or something. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Burnley's quite far north of city centre of Manchester, but I know what you're saying. Anyway... I can't answer that, yeah. We'll Google it later. Stop going off topic. We need to talk about it. Yeah, uh, we had 12 players in total who travelled from all around, which I thought was pretty decent for just sort of a, a random little event. So that was good. We were doing OD MGE, so uh, I thought the atmosphere was pretty good. Everyone was, was, was pretty lively and chatty when we all arrived. There were some familiar faces, but also a couple of new players as well, which we're always pleased to see. Yeah, definitely. A couple of new guys that had never been before. Popped their MOD PDM cherries. Yes, absolutely. We were we, we were very gentle with them, and uh, quite a few of the online regulars as well from the Thursday night dice fight were about too. So that it was great to uh, see these guys face to face. You know, after encountering them sort of <laughs> through a webcam up until this point, so that that was really lovely. And um, because we had twelve players, we played four rounds we like to do best of three in 45 minutes when we do our events I, I just feel like that makes for a better day's gaming yeah and we didn't have the last five turns because of timing wise so we just kind of slapped it there at the end which worked quite well i thought uh yeah that's right so highest life at time on the um on the on the rounds which is is a controversial choice. I know it's popular with some, it's unpopular with others, but I, 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 as we kicked off the event, I kind of made it clear to the players that that's, that was the case and just sort of said, well, you know, play your strategies accordingly. You know what I mean? So there's no, there couldn't be any kind of claims of I don't know, janky playing as a result of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I quite liked it. It meant that there was always that little gap between games as opposed to, you know, when you have that massive long brain destroyer of a game and then you finish that and you're straight into the next one. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it also meant, like, you know, we had time to fit in some recording time, people could get a drink and stuff. So, yeah, it all went pretty well, yeah. With all that said, then, should we, should we share with the listeners the live audio we took on the day? Yeah, we're going to bunch it all together in a big lump. Yeah, let's do that. I'll put a little bit of incidental music in between them all. So we've got all the live audio of me and Andy between the rounds doing a little brief summary of how our games went. And then towards the back end of this little section, we had a chat with some of the competitors there, including the day's winner, a couple of new faces that were there, just asking them about their experiences and a few of the regulars. So uh, in, I suppose n- nothing else to say, but enjoy. Well, hello, folks. Yes, here we are. It's Chris and Andy from the Ministry of Dice. 
Paradise and we're out the front of GTG Games and Hobbies in Stoke-on-Trent and we're at the MOD PDM. Woohoo! Woohoo, yeah. Today we're playing the MOD MGE format. We've just concluded the first round. We've got 12 players in total, which I think is a pretty good turnout. Yeah, very nice turnout considering how north we are. <laughs> this is the Midlands, Gene. <laughs> this is not the Midlands. This is the Midlands. It's <laughs> <laughs> a two-hour drive this morning, not a four-hour drive. And he's looking a bit... A bit bleary eyed, a bit sleepy. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we got up, we set off around sort of half nine. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half hours by then. <laughs> well, it's, uh, we, we, we're not having a good first round either. We're both on uh, a loss apiece, aren't we? We are indeed, we're indeed. What are you playing today, Andy? Uh, I'm playing my Warriors 3 team that you guys would have hopefully seen on YouTube, which does what the Warriors 3 do with a bit of Valindra in there because. Yeah. Valindra, isn't it? Just to annoy me, I think, possibly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm running my um, my Fetid Bloat Drone team, which actually they might have seen on YouTube by now. When did I schedule it to go up? I can't remember, but uh, yeah, it'll be out soon if you haven't. Yeah, so yeah, you'll see some of the practice games I had with Andy. That's uh, Poison Ivy and Fetid Bloat Drone with a bit of a sprinkling of Bobby Heenan on the top there to, to bring it all together. There's a, quite a good mix of teams around. I've, I've just played against a kind of a villain combo piece using Avalanche and Malekith. Very nice. I've just played against a very top-tier tuned Parasite, Insect Plague, <laughs> kill you very quick team, which is vastly enjoyable. Well, some people just apparently can't make anything but no. a top-tier team. Yeah. Well, good team, very well thought out. There's Dicko. Really enjoy playing it. <laughs> Considerably enjoy playing it. Highlight of my life. I feel like Andy needs a bit of vinegar to accompany that salt. Do. Yeah. Do a couple of coffees as well. Well, you know, it's the first round. Uh, the Swiss will now kind of balance things out because you'll end up, you may even end up playing me. Yeah, well, we can only hope. And we know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if my fetid bloat drones are rolling. But we've got guys from all over the UK with us here today. Um, you've travelled up from Southampton, obviously. We've got some, some folk from around London Way. Indeed. Uh, we've got some folk from around some other southerly places that I don't know. Then uh, I brought a car full down from Manchester, and then there's a couple of locals from the Midlands hanging around. Um, so, yeah, good spread, I think. And let's see how round two goes for us. Let's do it. Right then, ladies and gents, here we are then. It's, uh, we've just had a spot of lunch and finished up nice. round two. Jumped ourselves over to the Delta Cafe. It's a beautiful place. It's very, very northern. <laughs> very northern, yeah. Lovely little uh, greasy calf um, uh, in this Midlands <laughs> town. <laughs> but yeah, we've, uh, we're two rounds in. Andy, how did you do in your second round? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and who did you play in your second round, Andy? Like you. That's right, yeah. Uh, so I'm on a win, and Andy's now on two losses. I haven't won a game yet. No, mate, no. No, no tickets for my raffle. I think um, I think we could put it. Looking at your eyes, I think we can just put it down to the three and a half hour drive, <laughs> setting off at the crack of dawn. I'm happy with that. Yep, we can certainly do that. Yep, that's the that's the commitment to the game of dice masters and the MOD PDM that you're showing. Word up. <laughs> so very talkative when you're tired. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I suppose. So I'm running um, my Fetty Bloat Drone team, as mentioned in the in the last chat, and that that kind of. Deadly clearing out your characters every turn, I think, was the heart of my success there. Yeah, it's very good at taking out anything that needs a few dice to combo together yeah. because you're getting rid of them every turn. As long as you roll your bloke drone, then I'm not getting anything 
put together to hit you back. So yeah, nasty. It's a good team. Yeah, thanks, you should man. be proud yeah. of yourself. We got um, there's a, an aggro kind of sidekicky thing which I think is at the top of the table right now. And a god catcher, I think, at number two. No, it's not no. the god catcher. It's the boom boom. So there's a boom boom team with a lovely little kind of momentum. Mr. Miracle boomerang shenanigans going on. Ooh. Uh, re-rolling stuff out of prep area, which is quite nice. I think they're the, they're the top two right now. But a lot of other stuff going on. I mentioned the villains before. There's an infiltrate team going on next to me, an unblockable drow mercenary about, so a good variety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I should get the team list before M- we wrap up. MOD, MGE, it's yeah. a success. It's a thing, yeah. All right, well, we'll wrap it up there. we better get the guys set up for round three, and we'll catch you in a bit. <laughs> Okay, ladies and gents, yes, here we are, the end of round three at the MOD PDM in Stoke. I have just won my third round. Woo-hoo, yeah, congratulations. So that puts me at two and one. Uh, Andy, how did your third round Let's go? Let's not talk about how I did. Let's talk more about how you did. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I was, uh, I've got to actually report, I, out of the, the win, I came very close to losing. My opponent, Stuart, yeah, some of you out there will know him, Stuart, sketcher extraordinaire, had a two old knobs, <laughs> a grey hunter, and a seething corruption. All about to roll, plus a handful of, of sidekicks. Um, I had a field full of stuff. Feel like tons of stuff. Those old knobs would have been massive. He rolls them all off. Two mass, two mass, two mass, two energy. Goes for his re-roll. Two mass, two mass, two mass energy. I'd got through just by the skin of my teeth. Yeah, absolutely. So it was a, it was a win, but it was a bit of a hollow victory, really, because I don't feel like I deserve <laughs> that win. Uh, what, what, what were you playing against? I played Rob Pettifor. We had a lovely team with Howard Stark um, bumping things up. And the then, sacrifice one. Yeah, yeah, giving everything plus two, along with Madam Webb to get him through sure. and Adam Warlock to capture my Warriors 3 after I spent about 8 turns getting them all out um, oh this is the shonky thing pulling them back to the card yeah and then not fielding it again oh. so they're just like oh I've just invested like 25 <laughs> energy or whatever so uh, yeah great team really nice it's like you know it's, it's work to get to that point so it was it was cool very cool but yeah he pipped me uh, pipped me to the post so I am yet to get a win or a game win not even a game win but a round win nothing <laughs> nothing oh, no. well it's a, we were just saying before we started recording it's about time you owned a wooden spoon it was yeah, yeah. And, it, and it looks like it could be add it to your collection of ministry dice paraphernalia <laughs> I'll wake up and just smash Pembo now yeah I've got Rob next so I'm not looking forward to that Adam Warlock taking all my stuff out of the field that blows. Yeah, no. It's work to get there though, so just keep an eye out for it and yeah, yeah, it'll be alright, mate. Stay on top of it. Stay on top of it. Alright then folks, well there's your end of round three update. We'll come back at the end of the uh, end of the day with our fourth round. Ta-da now. Well, here we are then folks. Chris and Andy here at the end of the day, sat in the corner of the shop. There's some that guy looks intimidating, doesn't he? Yeah. John Cena with a sword. <laughs> John Cena with a sword. So reportedly your son thinks that your new haircut makes you look like John Cena. Yeah, nothing could be further from the truth, really. <laughs> well I don't know. Um so we've played the fourth round, we've concluded with twelve players, we've concluded there at the fourth round, uh, and we've done the prize giving and everything. We'll we'll have a bit of chat with some of the competitors for you folks in a minute. Um but here we are just to review the kind of fourth round. So Andy, how did round four go for you? <laughs> I played a very nice game with Pembo. Uh, I won the first game, he won the second game, and then he chipped two life away from me with 
is Angela, and um, then it was time, and so you won. Yeah, okay. Putting me zero and four. Yeah, which means I've won the coveted wooden spoon. That's right, folks. So other members of the Ministry of Ice Wooden Spoon Collectors Club. Andy is now a member with you, which I think adds to the prestige of the membership profile. <laughs> no doubt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Days are definitely behind me. Well, you know, I think the format is an interesting format. And while the Warriors 3 are, are, are kind of super fun to play... I misjudged the meta and what was going to be taken. And I think it came up against some things that actually, like, were competitive in the <laughs> format that we'd, we'd made up so uh, 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 MOD condoms just being, just being, uh, being sold by Paul Forward anyone who wants any MOD condoms please do hit him up on Facebook Facebook message and um, he'll, uh, he'll sell them to you but no yeah the meta we, we, people came to win and people brought strong teams and uh, I didn't <laughs> But it was fun. Absolutely, yeah. And I think uh, everyone, uh, you may well be able to hear in the background noise, everyone's still hanging around, bantering, having a laugh, just just chatting and enjoying each other's company. So that's that's the key of it all, and that's the thing. And I think people were very excited with some of the prizes that they pulled out of the box as well. Indeed, yeah, good selection. Yeah, absolutely. I work hard, I work hard to get the old mystery prize raffle off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, I came fourth. Only on sets of schedule. Yeah, yeah, only on strength of schedule. Paul Forward, he only got in third by fluke, really. Yeah, that that was uh, nice. I ended up going three and one overall through the four rounds on the day, so very pleased with that record. I think probably it'd be good to have a bit of chat with some of the competitors, don't you think? No. Yes, it would be great, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah, terribly grumpy mood. Yeah, we've, we've got some serious salt going on here on that side of the table, so we will uh, wrap that up there and let's grab a few of the competitors. Okay then, folks, so here I am. I'm sat with Carl, today's winner of the MOD PDM in, in uh, Stoke-on-Trent. Carl, welcome. Thank you very much. So, Carl, um, I think people will be interested to know what it is you played today that took you to the top spot. Um, basically, it was the Parasite, Outsider, um, Insect Plague, Unblockable, Sidekicks, Swing for Seven, Swing for Seven, Swing yeah. for Six, yeah. kind of was the plan. Um, lots of globals, um, Intimidate Gazer to deal with some God Catchers, Rare Blob for the same, Wonder Woman, Child of Clay to deal with, uh, Static Field, Global, or Kate Bishop Global, um, and yeah, Supreme Intelligence. So general plan was buy a par- go to second, buy a Parasite turn one, Supreme Intelligence it straight over, roll it up with the side, roll a sidekick, field some sidekicks, and some fists and some masks, and, and go to town. For three to four turns. Yeah, very good. Um, it's a it's a classic manoeuvre. The old yeah, unblockable yeah, sidekick. Yeah, it was very very much straightforward. It wasn't buying a whole lot of dice. And sure. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of answers in the field for it. And is this your first MOD PDM? Have you? Uh, yeah, so you went in Southampton, no? Um, so how have you, how have you found the event in general? Everyone's everyone's been very nice. It's been awesome. Um, it's good fun. I said I was the one who didn't bring the fun. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know, Carl. There's one or two god catchers yeah, yeah, hanging yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the god catcher was the main reason for going for a slightly more competitive and not something a bit more fun. Um, but yeah, um, it was it was a, it was a good laugh though. All my opponents took it. Um, I mean, there was no salt lying around, flying around on it. They kind of just knew and stuff. They brought game for it, but inevitability caught up in the end. Um, I just happened to pack the right answers, and I didn't fail my parasite rolls. 
I think I've had one turn two parasite roll all day. I was just saying before that, you know, the one thing about Dice Masters is it's the great leveller, you know, that no matter how great your team is, no matter how, how good your combos are, doesn't matter how well thought out you've got it in your head, when it comes down to the rolls, although, you know, Ben Scott would say there's no, no such thing as a bad roll. Is there such a thing as a bad roll, Andy? Yes. <laughs> it's what you do with the energy when you fail to roll your characters at the end of the day and keep your things rolling. Well, let me uh, once again say congratulations, Carl. Well done. You've got a bag full of swag to take home. I hope you enjoy the prizes as well. If anyone's interested, uh, Carl seems to uh, pull the raffle for uh, all the kind of, uh, what are they called? Co not Corgi. Hot Wheelsy Hot wheels, bits yeah, and bobs. Hot Wheels and the metal metal models kind yeah. of thing. So you random things. But the Hacker Ono game that like, seems cool, and my group will play that game. So oh, very good. So yeah, that will actually get used. Excellent. Well <laughs> done. Well, congratulations. Thanks for coming along, Carl. And um, you, if anyone wants to tap you up on Discord for a game, they'll find you Monkey, Monkey 1985. Yeah, Monkey yeah. 1985. I'll say that again just in case because uh, I was waving the mic about Monkey 1985. Brilliant. Well, well done, my man. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so folks, here we are then. We've got one of our competitors from today's MODPDM with us. Ian, say hello to the listeners. Morning, morning. How are we? Yeah. Well, hopefully everyone's very, very well. And Ian, today was your first time joining us at an MODPDM, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. Uh, first time. Got introduced over last summer to Dice Masters by a friend and inherited a lot of second-hand and spare cards and dice, so it's been good fun. That's uh, generally how it always happens, isn't yeah. it? Someone, uh, a more seasoned player, handing, handing across the, the leftovers. I've got an abundance of dice if you ever need any. Um, so how have you found your first MOD PDM experience? Oh, it's been really good, actually. My first um, game with the deck we made was sort of last-minute run-of-the-mill sort of aggro deck, so it was just to kind of do a load of damage. But I hadn't really played it much, so the person I was playing against was actually helping me guide me through playing it which is a bit strange having someone help you try and beat them. Um, but that's, that's the, the, the nice thing about this scenario. I had the same years ago when I started playing Magic, and it's, it's nice, it's a good thing that people aren't out there just to completely screw you when you're the newbie, yes. which is nice and welcoming, so I did enjoy that. Yeah. So it's been good fun. Very good. Yeah, we don't like beating on the noob. Nobody likes noob smashing. You know, we, we prefer to smash on UK national champions, don't we? Apparently so. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> just incidentally, Ian, his, his best days are behind him. He, That's what I've heard. Yeah, he hit the heady heights and it's all, all kind of gone a bit gone a bit downhill now. No, but you can you can take solace in the fact that you've trained me up to be a better competitive player. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a coach that I play now. That's right. Yeah. Ready for that Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ready for the Swanson Tour or something. <laughs> so Ian, you, um, you mentioned your team, you said it was a kind of run-of-mill aggro. What, what were you playing around with? Um, so it was majority bolt stuff, when fielded damage, and then it synergizes so other things trigger to do more direct damage. Sure. when it's all fielded and then there's a bit of control in there to either just eliminate stuff that blocks me like Bishop or um, people kept mentioning Godcatcher so it was do something about Godcatcher <laughs> which I hadn't seen before so everyone just kept saying to me yeah, if it comes up just pray and you might get through it and thankfully I didn't see it but yeah I had a bit of control and a bit of elimination to stop people's win cons um, and it's a fast aggro deck so it's if I can get the rolls off it's quite scary damage quite quick yeah it's the, uh, it's the low cost ladies of X-Men isn't it 
yeah, Hope, yeah. Jubilee, yeah. Boom Boom, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which have a like you say a lovely synergy together, yeah. um, just kind of ramping up, amping up, and maxing that damage that you're putting out yeah. there. Uh, well, uh, thank you so very much for coming down in. We really enjoyed. We love seeing new faces. Uh, we hope to see you again sometime. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, I'll be up for it. So being Midlands based, it's kind of I can get around to a lot of the bits of the country as long as it's not miles away. So and being friends, close friends with Rob and that, so it's we've got a, quite a good scope for going all over the place. So yeah, we've got options. Providing the newborn doesn't get in the way of it all, it should no, be all right. That's right. Yeah, uh, Ian's come down despite there's a two-week-old being in his house right now, which which might explain why he looks a bit kind of uh, baggy under the eyes. God, so tired. <laughs> <laughs> New deck on five hours sleep. Amazingly won a game. <laughs> yeah. So not only thank you for coming down, but congratulations for making it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, folks, we're going to move on and talk to some of the other competitors. But thanks very much, Ian, for speaking to us. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, so here we are then with two seasoned UK-based competitors, uh, two renowned and... Renowned? No, that's the bad one, isn't it? No, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. What's the bad one? Infamous. Infamous, that's what I was thinking of. The renowned, respected and loved Alex Dickerson, otherwise known as Mr. McCat. Hello. And Stuart Dixon, otherwise known as Stuart. Hi, are you right? Yeah. So, um, both valuable... contributors to the Dice Masters community, both regular online players. How have you found the event today? Let's start with Stu. Um, yeah, it's been a good event. Um, it, <laughs> it went really well for me. Uh, I, I came sort of mid, well, mid-bottom table, uh, 1-1, lost three, but it was good to get together with the guys, a lot of the regular guys that we've played with in the past, and, it's, and the banter and everything else. It was really good, and it ran really smoothly, so... Thanks to Chris and Andy for that, sorting it out. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, no worries. Uh, managed to come away with the fellowship. I don't know how, because I've been a right salty bugger all day. <laughs> but uh, thanks again for that. <laughs> uh, I think it's called the Pity Fellowship. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. It's so oozing in pity, that was. Well, you know, take the fellowship swag, I suppose, too. I was only saying on, on the recording earlier on, which as I edit this all together, will we'll come uh, before this conversation, that. I really enjoyed our game. There was a moment where it was, if you rolled, I was done for. If I rolled, you were done for. And it was just all down to... And when you rolled those Autonomes and your Grey Hunter and that Seething Corruption just had double energy on a lot of them, I was just like, what is going on? Then you scoop it up, do your re-roll. What did you get? Same again. Exactly the same again. It was shocking. Yeah, it was shocking. It's pretty much been par for the course for the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, lots of listeners out there will say, we've all been there, my man. We've all been there. Yeah. If uh, I can't roll an action to save my life, can I? No. You can't usually roll dice. It's <laughs> <laughs> why I have to use the dice tower just to you know, take me out of the equation. So commiserations, my man. But, uh, you know, I don't know if you say you've been a bit salty, but um, the fellowship is well-deserved. And you also made some tremendous contributions to the prize pool for us today. Um, so thanks for those. The sketch art stuff is is amazing. That's no, fine. I'd just like to give back to the community because it's done a lot for me. And, you know, it's nice to be able to give something back. Even if it is a bit salt. <laughs> so, Alex, how are you going to give back to the community? <laughs> um, <laughs> Hopefully not wearing the shirt you wore in that video. Yeah. Oh, good, yeah. I don't know if it'll pick Andy up from over there. Let me just swing round. I was just mentioning Alex's shirt on the YouTube video. It's a sight to behold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we would all uh, highly recommend that, that uh, fans of the Ministry of Ice head on over and see uh, Mod Cribs Part 1. Were you in Part 1? Part yeah. 2 not gone up yet, is it? Um, where you'll, you'll experience the full Alex Dickerson 
energy dynamic in, in flow. Yeah. You realise that he's clinically insane. <laughs> actually clinically insane. I actually haven't taken that wallpaper down off my computer yet. No, well, so. That's what you should. Yeah. You should keep it there for, forever and ever. We'll do another team photo today so you can have a fresh one. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. How's that sound? That sounds beautiful. My hair's looking particularly good today. Yeah, it's, it's wavy and luscious as, <laughs> and, and silky smooth. Absolutely. I've been stroking it. I like to think that I give Farrah Fawcett quite a run for a moment. <laughs> the Farrah Fawcett, Farrah Fawcett majors, I'd like to point out. Harry Phillips, go where, where did that come from? A hairy Phillips <laughs> Moving on. Well, there's the title for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex, how have you found the event today? Um, as usual, they're great events, and especially in the scene at the moment, I think there's a nice, like you say, camaraderie between us all, and it's it's coming down to see my dice friends and meet everyone, and that's what's fantastic about these events. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, the, it's the hanging out as much as it is the playing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think today's definitely been a case of that. I mean, in fact, most of us are all still here just kind of shooting the breeze and hanging out but even though all the planes done and dusted you know so uh, yeah that's brilliant uh, what did you run today uh, so thanks I can only thank Andy for this because uh, I was listening to the uh, premiere Dice Masters podcast and Andy starts going oh you know who likes Infiltrate Alex Dickerson and you went yeah I do like Infiltrate <laughs> so I yeah I put together an Angela Infiltrate team um, using some of uh, some of the Waterdeep cards and the and Andy's pick of the week and um, did surprisingly well. Came in at second place and um, just lost to a, a Parasite team, which, as I can tell, is quite fast. And I just in this format didn't have anything to combat. More proof to say that I am more of a coach now <laughs> than a player. Yeah, I mean, I've got nothing to say to him on the whole Parasite team malarkey. This uh, unblockable sidekicks was your jam. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it took me to top eight in Europe, top four in the well, unofficial top four in the UK. So it's um, yeah, close to my heart. But I decided for this event, it wasn't really, a, it wasn't what I wanted to run, and uh, to try and switch things up and prove to myself that I could play other things. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, gentlemen, thank you so very much for coming along. I know you both trekked up from down south. In fact, all three of you. Uh, we'll wrap that up there, and uh, hopefully see you next time. See you later. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, there we go then, folks. We hope you enjoyed that little insight into our MOD PDM day. Uh, congr- <laughs> Congratulations once again to Carl. I ain't clapping. No, no all right. No, that, no, that team he ran. <laughs> well, uh, well done, Carl. It was, uh, Carl was a, a new player, a relatively new player. He's um, only started picking up the game in, I think, uh, the last six months to a year or so, and that was his first IRL event that he attended. So really pleased that not only did he come along, but also that he did well. Yeah, Andy, commiserations. Whatevs. Whatevs, yeah. Andy here took the wooden spoon. I passed comment. I don't know if you noticed on my tournament report, mate. I said that now that you have a wooden spoon, or maybe it was in the recording. I can't remember, but uh, the, the level of prestige that's attached to the Ministry of Dice Wooden Spoon Membership Club has clearly leapt into the stratosphere with with you being a an illustrious member now too it's an elite membership very elite membership yes but yeah you had a rough day of it my man yeah when you when you hit rock bottom the only way is up <laughs> best days are behind you chief and it nothing could be <laughs> more truthful than that statement and this that moment in time crikey o'reilly yeah i think i said it in the um the recording we had i misjudged completely what uh what we'd be facing 
and uh, there's some uh, competitive chaps out there looking to uh, win the prestige of an Imodium <laughs> PDM. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. Bragging rights, isn't it? Isn't it just? Yeah. So I need to reevaluate my uh, preparation techniques. I'll have Mike Plum on the line, ready for the next one. Yeah, I think what was particularly interesting, though, was that the the winning team, the championship team, even though we made uh, a decision to allow the D&D and the WWE stuff to be included, and and there was a a fair sprinkling of cards from those sets in the tournament. Uh, Well, actually, hang on, hold on. This is all stuff for the next segment, I suppose, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, all right. Well, that's um, because we're... organically kind of straying into that into that space we'll we'll wrap up the kind of live coverage here shall we uh, and then move on to the next segment where we're gonna have a little bit of a meta chat about the day future chris here so yeah nope that that segment i just mentioned then that that's not happening like we said in the intro we, we decided to do the rotation announcement instead so if you want to hear that mod mge meta chat that we've referenced uh, we will likely although it's not 100% certain, we're likely going to put that into the next episode. So just a quick reminder. Yeah, I just reiterate, if you like what you heard, you think you want to get involved, then we have got more events coming up. You can find the details on Facebook and on the BritRoller6.com blog. So do check out the details and we'll look forward to seeing you at the next one. I'm going to beat your ass. (laughs) He's ready. Don't call it a comeback. (laughs) (laughs) Right, on to the next segment then. Well, there we go then, folks. As all things must, this episode has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording. And we did. Uh, no, we did. Yes, we did, yeah. I, I certainly hope you enjoyed this little insight into some of the live play events that, that we're organising here in the United Kingdom. We've done lots of live coverage in the past and intend on doing more in the future, so please do come on back for more of that, certainly with the events we've got lined up in the coming months. I don't, I don't know that there's much else to say in the intro is there uh, outro no i think we've already covered it do check out our other events that we have got uh, coming up do check out the youtube videos on the youtube at www.youtube.com forward slash the ministry of dice check out the brickroller6.com blog don't forget to like share subscribe and all that kind of jazz on all of those different formats like, like a that. pro That's like a good. pro back in the game That's it. yeah like a pro what did you think of M-O-D-M-G-E and it's called M-O-D-M-G-E by the way I made it up I name it none of this bod alright thanks for that beep (laughs) (laughs) little editing task for me there beep 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 all all joking aside though we're at 112 now on the YouTube channel subscribers that's good isn't it yeah I think we should make a little push for 150 Go on. If you're out there and you haven't yet, why not? Do it now. Yeah. Get get, 45 get minute to an hour of videos of us shunnering on occasionally about uh, which dice we should buy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Get your mum to sign up as well. My mum? She's not. No, I mean, I'm just saying to the listeners, uh, generically, everyone get your mums to sign up. That, that'll. <laughs> everyone get my mum to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> don't, actually. Please don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, all right. Well, um, with all, I don't think there's anything else. With all that said, then let's wrap it up. I've been Chris, aka True Mister Six, and I've been Andy, aka Da 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 da.
M O M O D M G E. Right, so now then, folks. Bye. Wait, one sec. Rotation. Rotate on this. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. Boots and cats and 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 boots and cats. How about this turn off? Boots and cats and 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 boots and cats. <laughs> You're coming through my laptop. Boots and cats and boots and cats and. <laughs> <laughs>